Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Current events, local, world news, and trending. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. And I'm out here to talk to you tonight about Ontario, Canada. It breaks daily COVID-19 record with more than 4,700 new cases. Not good, ladies and gentlemen. Come on out here and join me. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. This is Thursday. I almost said Wednesday again because it feels like a Wednesday, but it's not Wednesday. It is Thursday, the 15th of April. Today wasn't a very good day outside weather-wise. We had rain, we had hail, we had snow. It was cold, windy at times. Just, a, just, you know, a day that, you know, just stay in the house, you know. Couldn't do any gardening anyways. Couldn't play outside with the kids anyhow. You know, she'd only be going out for um, essential services, you know, to the grocery store, drugstore. That's it. That's all we need to be doing. Now, here's the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, our cases of COVID-19 here across the province is just off the charts. We are in a really bad spot here. We're in a bad place. We are worse off right now than where we were a year ago. Far worse. And we are in lockdown at that time too. We went to lockdown, the stay at home order. We had the state of emergency. All the non-essential businesses were shut down, playgrounds were all, all taped off and roped off. You know, last March, that's when all that took place. Our cases, right from the get-go, has really never come down. And now, they're on an epic scale during this third wave. Now, the government of Ontario... You know, because right now here in Ontario, ladies and gentlemen, we are in a shutdown. We are in a lockdown. We have the state of emergency intact. We are only supposed to be going out for essential reasons. And that's to the grocery store. And that's to the pharmacy. We need to get prescriptions. You know, 
But people, I mean, listen up, Ontario. I mean, really listen here. Is it really necessary to go and stand in line at a Costco to buy, buy your groceries when we have hundreds and hundreds of grocery stores to go shopping at? Hundreds of grocery stores to go shopping at. Walmarts too, because you know, Walmarts can only sell groceries now and they can't sell anything else. Same with Costco, they can't sell anything else. But of all the hundreds and hundreds of grocery stores we have across Ontario, you choose to go to these big box stores and stand in line. Now, like I said, the Ontario government is actively considering a variety of stricter measures on top of these strict measures, on top of the stay at home order, on top of the lockdown and on top of the state of emergency. Stricter measures could be coming. And the modeling shows that the province could see up to 18,000 new infections per day by the end of May, if the current trends continue. Well, 4,700 today, I wonder what tomorrow's number is going to be 5,000. I think we would hit 18,000 before the end of May. If things keep going in the direction they're going easily because people aren't doing as they're told out there. It's not just workplaces where these outbreaks are happening, ladies and gentlemen, there are essential services. It's not just there. It's a community spread virus. So that means people are out there are doing things they're not supposed to be doing out there. I don't know what part of stay at home you don't understand. I don't know what part of going out for just for essential um, reasons, you know, that you don't understand. We can do some exercise out there. Absolutely. Ride your bike, go for a walk, play with the kids. You know, I talked to other drivers out there too, even drivers from the company that I work to and you know, going into the Toronto region, the greater Toronto area and stuff like that. It doesn't even look like a lockdown even exists. It's absolutely ridiculous in Toronto and the greater Toronto area. It's absolutely ridiculous. The amount of people out there for what? You're on the 401, you're on the 403, you're on the QEW, you're on the 407. I don't see any grocery stores on those highways. Not one. There isn't a, a grocery store on our 400 series highways. You all live in cities. Your own cities have your grocery stores. Your own city has your pharmacies. They're not on the highway. So what the hell are you doing out there? I have no idea. Can't tell me you need the highway to get to the grocery store because then you'd just be full of shit. Now, 
they're supposed to have a news release tomorrow on the latest data, which is expected to be released tomorrow. Shows that based on Ontario's current trends, there could be between 12,000 to 18,000 new daily infections by the end of day, by the end of May. Daily infections, not weekly, not bi-weekly, daily infections, 12,000 to 18,000. Now, the measures they're going to talk about, they're probably going to talk about tomorrow, to, uh, tomorrow. They may even sit around the whole weekend and talk about it, the government of Ontario and address these new measures on Monday. Tomorrow will be the better time. Everybody's going to know what's going to happen on Monday. So the measures under consideration, including shutting down construction to just critical infrastructure projects. No more houses going up, no more apartment buildings going up, just doing infrastructure, doing roadways, doing sewers, all that kind of stuff, infrastructure. And placing limits, limits on non-essential manufacturing and warehousing. Additional restrictions on religious services are also being considered by cabinet. Sources say Ontario is also considering finding businesses owners if non-essential staff attend work in person. The government is also considering further restrictions on retail. Now retail is really taking a big hit. Costco's are only allowed to stay open because they sell food. They sell groceries. Walmart is only be able to stay open now because they sell groceries. If it wasn't for that, they'd be shut down too. Now, on retail, I mean, we have our garden centers just starting to open up. It's springtime. People want to do their getting into their gardens, getting garden work done, all that fun stuff that people like to do in the backyard. You know, that's retail. Now, whether they're going to include that or not, I have no idea. Now, Ontario could also step up enforcement of its ongoing stay at home order. Now, that's kind of a, a really touchy subject because, you know, what are you going to try to implement on that, on the stay-at-home order? What more are you going to add that to? You know, if you're going to give more duties to the police officers or, with you know, with all the crap that they have to deal with every single day, you know, because you're, you know, crap like, you know, because you're fighting with your neighbor, the police have to come there and, and be the in-between person, you know, trying to help you reason out and hash it out. You know, bullshit like that what the police have to deal with every day. You know, then there's real crime that the police have to deal with every single day. Every single day. So what kind of 
enforcement can they be be putting more on its stay at home orders? Now they're even talking about a provincial wide curfew is also under consideration. But we all see how that pans out. We have, you know, Montreal, Quebec, Montreal, seeing how that panned out when they reimposed the curfew. You know, riots broke out and people smashing businesses up and smashing business windows. And that's really smart. You know, so basically, I can tell you that it, that's off the table. You know, there isn't going to be a curfew imposed here in Ontario. Now, the Solicitor General also expressed her frustration at the number of people she says are defying the province's stay at, the province's stay at home order. She's concerned when she see, sees photos of people who were clearly not social distancing in parks. Well, you want our parks closed down, ladies and gentlemen? Is that what you want here in Ontario? Let's just close all our parks. Let's do that. Close all the parks. We did it last year. No playground equipment for the kids to play on. Just shut it down. You don't need to be in the park. Okay, you're not social distancing in the park anyways because... It's proven out there that you're not. So we just close all the parks down here across Ontario. They did it before and they'll do it again. You know, and she's also concerned when she sees that there are lineups unnecessarily and people are not respecting the stay at home order. Lineups. Now, where could that possibly be? Oh, I know. Costco. Do you really need to stand in a lineup down the street and around the corner and down the block waiting to get into a Costco? Are you that flipping, flipping stupid? Sounds like you are because you're doing it. My fellow Ontarians, unbelievable. I'm just so sick and tired of it. Every time I turn on the news, every time I read an article and I see the pictures, I see them too. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Now, She says we have to get better and we have to get better. So that's why they're thinking about coming out with more restrictions on top of the restrictions. And see how you like that. Now she goes on to say that, and she has been, she's been doing this for, for, for over a year, for over a year as she's been providing updates to all Ontarians for over a year. And 
at some of the previous press conferences, I referred to the situation as worrisome and even scary. What is truly scary is when I used those words before our rates and trends were nowhere near where we are finding ourselves today. And that was back last year when we weren't even close to 4,700 cases a day. Not even close. And she expects case numbers to remain high in the coming days and hospitalizations will continue to increase. And guess who those people are, ladies and gentlemen? 30 and under. 30 and under. 19 years old to 29. Hospitalized. Intensive care unit. Ventilators. Ventilators. 19 to the age of 29. Are the most cases. You don't believe me, Ontario? Look it up because it is. Now, she says that there are a variety of options to be considered by the government to slow the transmission of COVID-19, but not provide any specifics because they really haven't come up with a concrete plan on what restrictions they're gonna throw on top of the restrictions. This is what I see. The only way that we're gonna get out of this is we're gonna need to vaccinate our way out of this because so many people out there are not listening. They're just not. So our only way out of this pandemic is to vaccinate our way out of it. There's no other way. That's my opinion. And she says, once the decisions are made, they will come out, she said. Now, they've had all day to talk about it today, probably yesterday too, they've been talking about it. Tomorrow's Friday. When are they gonna come out with any new restrictions on top of the restrictions? I don't know yet, I have no idea. Now, Other articles here. When this, you know, I had I had to bring this one up. You know, I, I you know I was looking at it earlier and I thought, yeah, you know what, I have to bring this one up. And this is probably about forty-five minutes west of London, in a little town called Strathroy, Ontario, right up the four hundred two highway right out of London, it's about 45 minutes. Okay, so this anti-lockdown uh, protest in Strathroy, Ontario, ends with a verbal warning from police. Now listen up, you 
you anti-protesters. And you listen flipping carefully because you are part of the problem. You are not part of the solution. Do you actually think that your anti-lockdown protest is going to make the government change their mind? Because your little pea brain needs to get it. Okay, all you anti-protest out there all across Ontario, all across Canada, your little pea brains that you have, you need to get the message loud and clear. And if that's slapping your ass with fines, then that's what they're going to do. And it's going to cost you $880. And for you, those who are not working, well, that's $880 worth of bills, food on the table that you're not going to be able to do because your sorry ass is out there doing these anti-lockdown protests. And then you want people to feel sorry for you. And sorry, I will not feel sorry for you. Same with the anti-maskers. I don't feel sorry for you because you have no excuse not to wear a mask. Plain and simple. If you don't like that, you can put that in your smoking pipe. So here in Strathroy, Ontario, just west of London, Two dozen demonstrators, including adults and small children. See, they're going to bring out their children too, right? They're going to include their children in this. See, children are so innocent. They don't really understand what is going on. They don't understand, you know, what is COVID-19. They don't understand a virus. And these parents have to bring out their small children. That's just bad parenting. That's what that is. Absolutely, straight across the board, flat out, bad parenting on these anti-ralliers. Bring in your kids to the anti-rally. You know, you really need a good swift kick in the ass is what you need. It was short but a noisy protest in this anti-rally in, in, in Strathroy today. So now this, you know, the protest took, you know, in spite of the warnings from the Strathroy Caradoc police that tickets would be issued for those who uh, contravened the, the provincial stay at home order. I don't care if you like the stay at home order or not. I really don't. Essential workers have to go to work. If you're not an essential worker, I'm sorry. I truly am sorry. Restaurant people who, you know, people who worked in the restaurant, stuff like that, they've always been the hardest hit. You know, I get it. But this is not going to solve the problem. Ladies and gentlemen, it just isn't. Now, this one protester, this is why I brought this story up, because this one protester you know, struck a nerve with me, really struck a nerve with me. And she's going to strike a nerve with so many millions of people around the world because so many people, millions of people have lost their loved ones due to COVID-19. And this is what she had to say. 
She says, take a part in this rally was worth the risk because she doesn't believe all the stuff, right? She believes there's a virus, but she doesn't believe it's as deadly as what they say they're telling us. That is just absolutely ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. It's not as deadly as what they're telling us. What needs to happen with her is a doctor needs to come along, put her in a protective suit, take her to the hospital, and she can stand there at the window and watch somebody die from COVID-19. And then say it's not as deadly as, as they led on to believe. That is absolutely appalling for somebody even to say that. Now, you know, when the march reached their town hall, a police officer walked up to the crowd, asked them to disperse. The officer says, I respect the right for people to protest because they have the right, said the officer. However, hence the word however, with the lockdown that we have right now, people aren't unfortunately allowed to protest. You can't gather in large groups, ladies and gentlemen. And that means a protest. You can't gather in large groups, it's illegal, whether you like it or not. And then, you know, you had those people, some members of the crowd attempted to engage the officer in an argument over constitution rights. You know, it's funny when, when people don't actually read the constitution and in the constitution, it says that when there's a public health crisis, these rules can be imposed. So obviously they didn't read it. The altercation ended with the officer offering protesters a 10 minute warning to disperse before issuing tickets. Within moments of the crowd broke up and the protest came to an end. You see, ladies and gentlemen, because they knew damn well, they couldn't be doing that. Can't be gathering in large groups, no more than five people. $880 fine. I wouldn't get, I would not have given you a 10 minute warning. I would have been lining you up and you all would have been getting an $880 fine. Cause the anti-protesters are part of the problem, not part of the solution. Just like the anti-maskers. You're part of the problem, not part of the solution. 
And that lady saying that she doesn't believe it is de- as, as deadly as they are telling us, she needs to give her handshake. She really does. Like I said, the only way out of this, ladies and gentlemen, is vaccination. There's no other way. We're not going to get out of this any other way. I'm really interested in finding out. And we're going to find out what new restrictions they're, they're going to impose on top of the restrictions. Now, you know, here in, here in the city of London, Ontario, where I reside, let me scroll down to the bottom here real quick. The Cargill plant, like other plants around Canada, just like that, is a food processing plant. And that plant um, halted its production after 82 workers contracted COVID-19. Just the other day. Just the other day, ladies and gentlemen. Two days ago, April 13th. The cargo poultry processing plant in London, Ontario is ceasing production since as of Tuesday, following an outbreak of 82 COVID-19 cases. We'll see how far that spreads. Because now these people have to somehow isolate at home. Hopefully they don't contract it to any other members of the family. You know, Cargill's taken you know, the responsibility of shutting down. You know, not like Amazon and Brampton. They had over 900 cases and they bitch and complain because the government shut them down for two weeks. Cargo is taking responsibility here and they're doing the right thing. They're closing their production for 14 days. Now, the company says testing has been available to all workers and is working closely with the Middlesex London Health Unit and other health agencies. This is why we need to get rapid testing in the workplaces. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to get rapid testing into workplaces. All our essential services, we need to get rapid testing into these areas is what we need to do. And we're not doing it. That's one thing we're not doing. Now telling, you know, you know, when it comes to the retail, you know, even shutting down curbside pickup in some warehousing, finding company owners 
for having workers that maybe not even be necessary to be at work. You know, it's, it's gone from, from bad to worse to just epic, epically worse than what we've seen in the, in the, in the entire year since last March. Thirteen and a half months in this pandemic in 2021 is worse than 2020. It puts 2020 to shame. We are just here in Ontario, our infection rate is higher than the United States. We're at something like 28.75% infection rates compared to the United States. Ontario is worse than the United States. London, Ontario, where I reside, is a hot spot. I used to say just Greater Toronto is a hot spot and Peel and Mississauga and in the York regions. London is a hot spot. And the hottest spot in London is all around the university here in the city. Our behavior for, for those out there who are just not following the rules, you know, this is why these restrictions are going to be even tougher. If you're out there and you're walking down the street with the kids, that's good. You know, playing with the kids, you know, you should just be in your own family cohort when you go to the park and you play with the kids. You know, this whole week is um, the spring break, the spring break that the students were, were supposed to have back in March. But gathering with your friends, meeting up at a park and having more than five people together, you know you're not supposed to be doing that. You know you're not supposed to be doing it, but they're doing it. They're doing it anyways. And you wonder why they're going to impose more restrictive measures on top of the restrictive measures we have already. It's not the elderly people, ladies and gentlemen. It's the people aged 19 to 30.
And they know this because they're the ones who's coming down with COVID-19 and they're the ones who are, are, are the most out of any age population right now is coming down with COVID-19, ages 19 to 30. They do all this contact tracing when they have these outbreaks. So they know the age groups. People just simply breaking the rules. We're seeing cases from people gathering from Easter. Two weeks ago. Actually, we're seeing it last week. Cases up from Easter weekend gatherings. When you know you weren't supposed to be doing that in the first place. But who listens, right? You know, who listens? Well, maybe with the new measures coming out, maybe you're going to listen now. Maybe you're going to get the message loud and clear now once you hear what the government's going to do next. So it's time to smarten up, Ontario. Because the longer this goes on and these numbers keep going up, you can forget about going to your cottage at the end of May. Because you won't be. Your cottages will stay shuttered until the government says you can go to the cottage. So if you're looking for that 2-4 weekend to get away, well, start making other plans. So I can see that happening. I can see that happening for sure. No cottage country is what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, here across Ontario, whether you like it or not. That'd be a real shame. Because even right now, you can't go to your cottage unless there's an urgent matter that you can prove that it's an urgent matter. Yep. Now, Saturday morning is uh, the next time that I'll be out here at 9 a.m. And um, you've probably seen it already up there on Podbean. Um, that the kids are not going back to school starting the 19th for the rest of the month. 
and may even may even beyond maybe right into may into the middle of may but that's all going to depend on us ladies and gentlemen because it's not fair to the kids it really isn't it's not fair to the parents all the bad behavior going on out there and you wonder why we're in this lockdown to begin with and then you're going to wonder why they're going to impose more restrictive measures on top of the restrictive measures because of the nonsense and the bad behavior Better protocols need to be taken in in our essential services. The companies out there who are essential. More protocols need to be put in place. More safety barriers need to be put in place. The government needs to give us rapid testing for all of our essential workers. That's what the government needs to do. And that's what we need to see from this government. So we can get a hold of things, we can get a handle of things. Target the right places, target the right population. Well, until Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 a.m. Hope you can join me for that. I will be back out here then. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Take care and thank you and be safe.